2: Friday night. Uh, yes, indeed it is, my peeps. And I'm glad to have you guys here with me as we wrap up this week. We've got lots of stories to bring to you guys tonight and, of course, Friday. Friday is a fun day for me cuz my buddy Bob Walters is here educating everybody on what's happening in the schools We actually are expanding his segment because it's just there's just so much uh, that's happening in the schools and we must be aware and then activate activate ourselves into doing something to stop it. We got Hero of the week and stink of the week later. So, um we're we're going to we're going to get a whole lot in as we wrap up this week and, and included in that hopefully we'll be uh we'll squeeze in a couple of your calls. So y'all jot this number down if you don't don't have it memorized already. 888-344-1170. We are streaming live on Facebook right now on the Answer San Diego page. We'll also share that over into our private group, Caniacs. Please keep those uh, comments rolling. And I love to read those during the break when I'm also looking at food videos on the, on the gram on Instagram. <laughs> I'm already thinking pizza for tonight. <laughs> um, the man who is with me every night of the week. Whatever the day it is 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 my buddy of course another favorite food item of mine it's DJ potato skins. We have a gentleman.
0: I have my veto pen drawn and ready and I have only one thing to say go
1: ahead. <laughs> DJ potato skins. DJ, DJ potato skins. If I have a veto pen can I just veto the entire Biden administration?
2: Yeah, let's uh, yeah, there's a whole lot that we could veto. We we would we would veto the supposed results of the 2020 election. Right? um one, last night we were talking about how the Dems want to pack the court one of the one of the goals will be if they're able to successfully do so will be to to um, do everything that they can to remove our second amendment rights and in the course of that will be to try to remove guns from our home as well um, there 's a uh, <sighs> There was a time in which we thought that if the Democrats ever tried to do that, that we would have a military stand in the gap for us. I think that we know uh, we don't have time to get into it tonight, but you guys know we've done a lot of reports on that, how corrupted the military has become and has become politicized as well. Um, But we uh, that topic for another day. Here's some updates if you haven't had the time to get really familiar with what's happening with uh, these latest in the in the shootings today. For some reason, when the FedEx shooting that happened in Indianapolis last night, for some reason, it took many hours, upwards of, I think, 20 hours before the name of the shooter was revealed. And typically when that happens, we know it's because it it somehow doesn't fit the narrative of the left, because if there's any way that they can connect a shooter to... the Tea Party, like uh, Aurora shooting, any way they can, uh, when we had the Boston bombing, pressure cookers on the scene that were used. do pounce on it. Yeah, oh yeah. Uh, uh, Literally, while bodies lay bleeding and mangled in Boston, because pressure cookers were used, it had to have been conservatives, right? So we knew that when the name of the shooter wasn't revealed immediately, and then it dragged on upwards of 20 hours, that somehow, there was something involving the story of the shooter that it didn't do well for the Democrats, and we still don't ultimately know what that is. That gave them a lot of time to, before the name of the shooter was revealed, a 19-year-old former FedEx worker. That was a lot of time to scrub, potentially, social media profiles because I haven't seen anything released on that. Uh, well, here's what we do know. We do know that the FBI that he was a known wolf, that the FBI like the Parkland shooter in Florida, the FBI had visited him, his mother had turned him in, his name in because of quote some items that were found in the home that made her think that his plan was suicide by cop. We don't know what those items were, why. Why do we why don't we know those items? We they're saying that they're not sure what the motive is and that the shooting was random however the majority of the victims were from the Sikh community i don't know that that's that that was intentional uh, it, it, he was a he was a former coworker so how random was that you know you know i you know, I'm, i've never worked at fedex how how random could it be when i would expect a fedex location to have um of a such diversity that a random shooter wouldn't magically take out the majority of victims being from one particular group still could be random. I don't know. Um, If there was, like I said, if there was any way, there's, I don't, I don't like that I'm sounding like a conspiracy theorist. But we got, we got to look at history and know, potato skins, that there, that the media, as we just saw from James O'Keefe, CNN bragged about the fact that when it comes to crimes, they focus on black victims being shot. Or, or hurt by white people, they they talked about how they're targeting Matt Gates for political reasons. He bragged about being propagandist. They bragged about taking Trump out. So we know that that's what what's going on with the media. So excuse me if I sound like a conspiracy theorist. That I'm wondering what they're withholding from us about the shooter.
1: It's hard to really know what is actually being told when you're watching cable or mainstream news. What is the truth and what is exaggerated and what is just flat out a lie?
2: You almost have to say that you have to be suspicious when you look at history and, and, and see the false narratives being pushed. We've got a gathering of people tonight in Logan Square Park. I think it's called outside Chicago, uh, where hundreds, if not thousands, have gathered in um, to protest the shooting of Lil Homicide. Oh, excuse me. Adam Toledo. 13-year-old, I don't like to see, I I was upset yesterday that the video was released because I don't want to see a 13-year-old being shot. That's horrifying to me.
1: You just don't do that.
2: You don't do that. But if you're going to release the video, how about you release the honest video instead of CBS trimming it so that you don't see the gun in his hand? The head of the police of uh, Chicago Police Union said that not only did the police officer not only was the shooting justified, but actually he acted honorably. Here's what happened, because you're not going to hear this in the mainstream media. What happened was Lil Homicide, as he was called by his fellow gangbangers. And by the way, 13-year-olds have been tried as adults in this country because 13-year-olds, when they, when they commit crimes on the level of felonies that adults would uh, perpetrate, they are treated as adults. So you're a 13 year old. The cops are called because gunshots are ringing out in the neighborhood. This uh, 13 year old um, known as Lil Homicide is running with a friend of his who was 21. So the 21 year old gets gets um, apprehended by the cops. So you're chasing a teenager with a gun in his hand. And, you know, the cop is is, is yelling to him. And, and when you're a cop and you're chasing somebody with a gun in your hand, you're not thinking, oh, I can't I can't appra- I can't chase and apprehend this person because he, he doesn't he appears to be under a certain age. No, 13 year olds kill. Right. They have killed. We have 13 year olds in jail who who, um criminals in jail, who committed heinous crimes at 13.
1: Just because he's under 18 doesn't mean he's not going to pull the trigger.
2: Exactly. So the cop, and the chase doesn't go on for very long, but you can hear the cops telling him to stop. And, you know, um, what ends up happening is that he reaches, Adam Toledo reaches for a gun, and in the, in the split second in which He's reached for the gun and he tosses the gun at the same time that the cop pretty much with a millisecond of the cop pulling the trigger. So you're running and I'm telling you to stop yeah. and you reach in for a gun and I and I've got my gun drawn on you and I see you reach for that gun and I'm a cop. I'm going to pull the trigger. So in the t- in that half split second in which I see you pull that gun and I go to pull the trigger, you end up tossing the gun instead of shooting me with it. I, that's justifiable that I pulled the trigger on you. You're running from a cop and you got a gun in your possession and you reach into your waistband or whatever and you pull a gun on a cop. You need to be shot.
1: And guess what happens if that cop freezes? The cop's dead.
2: Right. So then uh, the cop renders aid on him and, and calls and they try, they try to revive him. That was a justifiable shooting. What it, and what does this shooting have in common with George Floyd, with Dante right
1: something you and I talk about over and over again michael they're brown asked to stop and they're asked to do whatever they're supposed to do they resist arrest
2: this is yeah this is resisting arrest in the form of fleeing and then reaching in and whipping out a gun i don't like that a 13 year old died here i don't like that that it, that it, but unfortunately these were choices that were made by these individuals and it is and and what we're doing to the police in response here is going to make all of our lives and risk the security of all of our lives because who's going to want to ever be a cop?
1: You know, I saw a cop, Andrea, recently out in out in the local mall. I'm not going to name the mall. Uh, and the there there was a, a disturbance with 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 the homeless person that was really getting up in the public's face. There were no weapons involved. And but and the cops really didn't do anything because they're almost afraid at right. what the lashback's going to be if they do what they're supposed to do. Right.
2: And in spite of the fact that that one minority group commits a greater percentage of crimes compared to their percentage of the population, they are less likely to be shot by a cop than a white person. That's a fact. Cops need to be able to do their jobs. If we've got bad ones, they need to be prosecuted.
1: and we've pointed out before. And why was that police officer in the Trayvon thing? Why was he still uh, where he was? Uh, Look at the Democrats that were in charge.
2: Well, yeah. And uh, well, you know, we've got this woman who's now been charged with second degree manslaughter for pulling a gun instead of a taser. Um, I there was a gentleman, I think it was in, in Idaho, Idaho Falls. I saw an article, a white guy. And being detained, cop pulls a gun instead of a taser, shoots him. He wasn't charged with anything. So, you know, because he and. and because the narrative now seems to be that if your skin color is a certain color, that you, that you can you can commit crimes, resist arrest, beat up cops, or whatever, and get away with it. And there's nothing. There has no, in no case that I mentioned, whether it was this case with Adam Toledo, Dante Wright, George Floyd, any of them. Whatever you think happened, whatever bad act you think the cops pulled, there is zero evidence that any of it has to do with skin color. Dante, you know, Geraldo Rivera. There's all this viral video going around with Dan Biden. Gino and Geraldo Rivera. He was, uh, and Geraldo keeps saying over and over and over again 20 year old black man, 20 year old black man. His skin color had absolutely nothing to do with what happened in that stop. However wrong you think that cop was, she will be prosecuted for that. Had nothing to do with the skin color. No matter how crappy you think Chauvin was as a cop and what he did to Floyd was wrong, putting his knee on his neck, had nothing to do with his skin color. Michael Brown, nothing to do with his skin color. Trayvon Martin, that was a lie that the white Hispanic targeted Trayvon for his skin color. We are destroying this nation. We have we're inflaming race relations in this country over a lie. Over a lie. It's harming this country emotionally, mentally, psychologically. It's harming us from a safety standpoint. Good luck in in, uh, in getting people to want to be a police officer. I wouldn't. We're going to take a break because we've got to we've got to move on here. Coming up, we got our buddy Bob Walters with his weekly education segment. A little later, we've got some stories to bring to you guys with the new uh, ambassador to the UN. Um, I got a feel good story for you guys involving Hunter Biden. So come on back, we got more to talk about on this week's Andrew K. Show.
0: Sure to follow Andrea K on Twitter at Andrea K Show and follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea K Kay. spelled K A Y E
1: Andrea K the Donut Queen of San Diego. It's the Andrea K Show on the Answer San Diego.
2: Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K Show. It's Friday, so that means my buddy Bob Walters is back with us. Hey, Bob hello good to be here yeah we, we're expanding Bob's Friday night segment I got more time from him on this Friday night he can he can, he can get back to his fun after the show careful
1: right I become the Bob Walters show
2: <laughs> Bob of course as you know is my education contributor and he's done so much to raise awareness of everybody of what's happening in our schools because that's the real battleground the idea is to make sure you guys are educated on what's happening at all levels of our indoctrination system. Used to be our education system. Now it's our indoctrination system. And then get active. Uh, Bob's the, uh, also the book, uh, the author of a book, Facing Reality in American Education. And he's got a new book coming out soon that hopefully he's going to have ready for you guys to read. Before we get into that, Bob, i got to make mention real quick, speaking of books. I don't know if you heard this. This just cracked me up so, so bad today. Hunter Biden, you know, he's come out with this book recently, right, to try to make himself seem so relatable and have people like uh, get over his creepiness and all that he did with strippers and all this kind of stuff. It was called beautiful things. It only sold like ten thousand copies. <laughs> no, ain't nobody buying what he's trying to put out there. Trying to rehab his relation, his uh, rehab, his his reputation. All right. So, what you got for us this week?
3: Well, I'll start with some good news. Um, In Arizona, the Republican legislature approved new laws which make them the strictest in the nation when it comes to teaching kids about LGBT issues. Teachers have to get parent consent reviewing the topic and includes discussion of historical LGBT battles, such as the 1969 Stonewall riots in New York and even the homosexual Greeks in ancient history. No children under fifth grade can have any sex education or LGBT discussion at all. And this is, this really, is for
2: the whole state of Arizona? or
3: Yeah, the whole state. Wow. It's really I uh, love it. And they've got to give 60-day notice for any class changes in sex or LGBT education. But the main thing is, unlike other states, and there are a number of other states, Idaho, Montana, Tennessee, Missouri, who have similar laws, but they're not as strict. They allow the parents to opt out, Mm. but in Arizona, the parents have to opt in in order to have their right. kids involved in these classes it's big, a big change yeah, and,
2: and that's a huge difference on the opt-out uh, versus the opt-in because they're they what they're counting on is uh, ignorant parents in these opt-out states who have no idea what the curriculum is because you know and, and the second grader is not going to come home and say oh look mommy you know um so the, the having to do the opt-in is is really the the uh, the obvious way to go here
3: well, yes, and they exclude anybody on fifth grade or younger to be in sex education, which is certainly not true in California. So.
2: No, no. In fact, I yeah. think that they at one point, um, we, it wasn't their success that on, on some of the stuff that that uh, they did an opt out here. But I th- I think they might have even removed the opt out on some of the stuff here in California.
3: Yeah, they did. A yeah. Couple of them, yeah. A couple of items. It's bad. Anyway, moving on. Uh, Florida passed a transgender athletes law forbidding trans men from playing against women, which is good news. Yes. But then you get the NCAA, which has said they they might lose the championship events in their state. And they've also threatened North Dakota and other states who are passing similar laws about um, men playing against women in sports. But the NCAA is just... Pathetic. That's so threatening this is, these states.
2: Yeah. So this is ba- NCAA. So this would be like, um, you know, LSU saying, you know, we're not going to allow, you know, men to compete, you know, uh, in our women's track and field, and NCAA, NCAA saying, well, we're not going to bring any competitions to to uh, Louisiana. Then,
3: yeah, no matter what championship you might be, you're not going to have any part of it
2: well what what uh, what we need to do, those of us who went to college or even any American needs to say that you know how do we fight back against this? I think one thing that we could do is we could push push back if we, uh, any alums that gives any donations any, any money is that we could we could uh, you know tell the NCAa we 're not going to continue to fund these these programs because the NCAA they need these college athletic programs as much as anybody else does, and we can also put pressure on our local on our officials. Um, that, you know, if there's any, I don't know if they get any special tax breaks, the NCAA um, or any government funding in any way, um, or, or maybe go to local officials or governors and, and put the pressure yeah. on them to try to enact some legislation.
3: There's action we can start looking into because it's just this is just beginning to arise and it's going to have to be addressed pretty quickly. Yes, quick. yeah. Then you got uh, the Republican states, and there are a number of them in the United States, expand school choice for families covering vouchers, tax credits, scholarships, education savings accounts, and so forth. It's really a good movement. It's not as strong as our initiative idea for California, but it's uh, getting pretty, pretty direct. It's moving in the right direction. This includes West Virginia, which has got the most stringent one mm-hmm. for ch- school choice. And then you got Kentucky, South Dakota, Georgia, Florida, Missouri, and Indiana. So it's moving in the right direction
2: well yeah particularly since I don't know much about Indiana but I know that some of the states you mentioned there have a whole lot of poor people and they need to be given the choice as to where their kids go to school because if you really care about equal opportunity in this country uh, it, you know it should come with, with choice and with options yeah, and, absolutely. We need, and we need competition for these schools as well for the public schools
3: Hmm. something <laughs> mm-hmm. not used to but we need to bring it to right. Him. Um. College crazies got some of these items. They're always fun to listen to somewhat pathetic. A tenured professor at University of Vermont, uh, Mr. Kinesvater, is under threat of termination because he came out against what he perceives to be attacks on traditional liberal viewpoints. And he, he sees himself as a liberal from the days of uh, free speech movement in Berkeley and such. And but he's alarmed at what he sees with the creeping mayor, uh, mayorist, atmosphere and the, the socialists that of that I don't allow any critical discussion on the issues in hand they just uh, they offer of course offer platitudes and respect for freedom of expression at the same time they celebrate or encourage his resignation which you're trying to push for because he's been opposing this drift on the liberal takeover of the college there in that campus.
2: Well, he's a nominee for here of the week if he's speaking up against what's happening. We need more of that going on in the country right now. I agree.
3: Then you got uh, a little different angle. You got a white New Jersey professor suing his school, accusing the college of paying less qualified black professors more than him. Hmm.
2: Well, isn't that interesting?
3: Uh, Okay, go on. Uh, he, he's, been, he's been teaching at Camden County College for 25 years, and he makes $91,923 per year. Okay. not cheap. No. By comparison, the two newly hired black professors with less degrees and experience, they, one makes 137000 and the other makes 142600 Wow wow we're and talking he about a 50 50- right it's just, no
2: it's, it's not right. right in fact today the house passed some e- fair you know the fair paycheck paycheck protection plan right yeah. uh you know uh, which is supposed to curb inequities in the workplace well what about this
3: <laughs> I know the school says they needed to accommodate them in order to balance the institutional racism they feel exists in their campus historically wow so. see this is a
2: fo- so basically this is this is their idea of reparations that they're going to flat out pay Black people discriminate against a white person here, who's better qualified, by the way,
0: yeah, yeah. and
2: uh, and pay f- to the tune of fifty grand, both of them together, a hundred grand more per year, and then on top of it, then we- then we're going to have how many kids coming out of that school that are going to be crying about the debt that they've got because the two. Tu- this is one of the reasons why we've got tuition, you know, going through the roof, right? And yep. then we're going to have to yep. have Democrat here, Democrats yammering <laughs> about how we need to cancel student debt, right?
3: Uh, it all feeds on itself uh, yeah
2: it's like it's a vicious circle and you know um and at least we're not hearing about this school like harvard coming out with some what was it what was there was some snowflake degree coming out of harvard uh (laughs) feeling oppressed the feeling oppressed degree that what did do you do you see what these black professors are teaching what what are their classes do you know well, I, don't
3: know their, I don't know the classes for these two guys. No,
2: that'd be that would be interesting to know what they're being paid so much more than the white person to teach, right? I'll I'd try be, to find uh, out for next yeah. week. But this yep. is before we move on from that from that particular story. Also, think about what's happening in other industries where uh, you've got United Airlines saying, declaring that at least fifty percent of their pilots going through training are going to be diverse, not based on skill set, no, just flat out, just to fulfill some quota. You know how comfortable would you be? You know, I guess if your plane's going down crashing into the ocean, you can at least feel good. Your pilot might might be not might not exactly be sully, um, but you know, uh, might look more like Oprah. I, I, yeah, <laughs>
3: DJ <this> but, totally <laughs> flies in the face of Martin Luther King's message that said, "Judge people by the character of their nature and their ability, not the color right. of their skin." Right. And unbelievable. Yeah. The and de- yeah. Occurred.
2: And this kind of stuff is going to end up killing people when we've got unskilled. Uh, and people without the ability to do a job and it involves safety okay so bob you're gonna stick over with us for an, for another segment we're gonna take a break we come back more with okay. bob walters and then later on we got to tell y'all about what's going on speaking of affirmative action that's got to be what happened with this new u.s ambassador to the un we got that to talk about here of the week and stink of the week coming up
0: Andrea K. Follow her on Twitter at Andrea K. Show and like her Facebook
1: fan page at Andrea K. Kay.
0: Spelled K A Y E.
1: Andrea K. Telling you like it is, all while eating a donut. The Andrea K. Show on the Answer San Diego.
2: Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K. Show. We're rolling into our second half of the show on this Friday as we wrap up this week's Andrea K. Show. Of course, Friday's mean Bob Walters. And Hello, uh, no, I'm hi- back. Yes, he's back with <laughs> us. I, we held him over against his will. He's like my hostage here now on Fridays. <laughs> what else you got for us?
3: Well, in New York City, uh, math education professor Laurie Rubel claims that the whole notion of two plus two equals four is a myth and reeks of white supremacy. <laughs> Do you know what kind of math are the kids learning? And in Oregon, they're training teachers to see white supremacy culture in math classrooms. In fact, the teachers manual declares, "quote The concept of of being more purely objective is equivocally false." upholding the idea that there's always a right and wrong answer perpetuates objectivity as well as a fear of open conflict and is a sign of racism, unquote.
2: Huh. This is so, we don't have time to get into what's no. what ultimately- Bob, all this th- makes
1: my head hurt. Yeah,
2: it makes my head hurt, but this is all really uh, cultural Marxism is what's going on here, to uh, just destroy bad. every sense of reality. Up is now down, black is now white, the sky is now, you know, uh, you know orange, you know- racist us racist but yeah. they're the racist. Absolutely. This is this is all about there's every aspect of our lives and now get down into the schools just tearing apart simple basic facts as as um, not only not factual and also steeped in racism and uh, we have got to take our schools back.
3: Yep. On, then you've got another issue in Quaker schools, which have existed since 1689. They're the oldest school system in the nation. And now have several, however, that have succumbed to embrace critical race theory, which is extremely radical. Two dozen Quaker schools in Philadelphia have adopted diversity, equity, and inclusion statements in their education process. They declare that they are engaged in an ongoing journey to confront and unlearned bias and racism personally and collectively to become more equitable and anti-bias school system. It's just like, are you kidding me? Well, the, and and so
2: now you got to be careful. You can you can assume, uh, uh, you know, that a, that a private school or a school that supposedly has this um, conservative uh, conservative or this religious um, belief system, you got to be careful, parents. You can't take you can't assume anything when it comes no, to schools. you can't schools. assume because
3: they're private; they must be yes patriotic, but that's right. not necessarily true. No. Uh, and they got a new California curriculum, which just came out a couple of weeks ago, which accuses Christians of theocide. I didn't know. I never heard that word before. Theocide, and encourages chanting to pagan gods to make amends. This is in the new 894-page ethnic studies program just passed. What ages? It <laughs> it condemns white Christians of. Theocide against indigenous tribes by murdering Native American gods and replacing them with Christian gods. <laughs> oh <my gosh. laughs> uh, so they encourage counter theocide, <laughs> which they hope will replace the last vestiges of colonial Christianity and pave the way for the gods of the Aztecs and other tribes to be reborn. They want the kids to learn the pagan chants, even though this runs afoul of the First Amendment. Right. Sadly, just like the Common Core for math, private schools are rich in doing this as well and it's Terms to be watched
2: out for, right? I mean, you know, San Diego Unified School District was on track to be the first Sharia-compliant school district in the nation. Took a lot of lawsuits to stop that. Um, the uh, organization, the uh, that was, I think it might have been Care. I don't remember yeah. now at this yeah, point. It was care. Yeah, Yeah, mm-hmm. they they withheld evidence from the courts. Did everything that they could to try to shove that down our school district. And this is this is no better. There should be lawsuits to challenge this. Where are the conservative? Legal outlets fighting this. This we are now. This is this is no different than teaching kids, making kids learn the five tenets of Islam and repeat that Islam is the, you know Allah is the one true God. This is now we're we're trying to teach children at, that um, and indoctrinating them to forget Jesus. Right? You're now we're going to replace that God with these these Aztec gods. That is flat out unconstitutional. Somebody needs to be stopping this.
3: Completely. Yeah. There is some good news that just came out today down in your neck of the woods. uh, There is a group that has filed a civil rights complaint against the San Diego Unified School District demanding that districts cease and desist from promoting race essentialism, collective guilt and neo-segregation.
2: I don't even know what any of those words mean. <laughs> <laughs> well, what the? Huh? Like Did you on just the right say, side man? For us,
3: but uh, <laughs> it, it was just filed today, and I don't have a copy of it to know the full wording. But it's local in your area. Okay. So yeah. Well ready. Yeah. All right. And something. Now, yeah. So more far fun. as. Uh, uh, Bill O'Reilly, who, of course, writes great columns, he bemoans the impact of today's school's environment on young kids. He says, quote, many public schools and colleges are spreading a contagion far worse than COVID. It's a poison that harms the minds of young students who should be taught the virtues of brotherhood and sisterhood. Instead, many kids are getting lessons on the evils of whiteness. And for this illness, there is no vaccine, unquote. Wow. Wow it was a good good editorial he wrote
2: yeah um, this is just I mean every week I just get more shocked with where we're at this, with the speed of light in which this is happening was you there,
1: almost think there can't get more crazy and but then there's more crazy
2: yeah there is more yeah you know, where's it end <laughs>
1: And it's, it's deep
3: in the system. It's not just on the surface. So you got to no, really, it's
2: real deep. And every yeah. American needs to be really concerned about this because this level of division and there and there and always it, it and there is no end point to it ultimately. They because they've gone from uh, the, the um, identity politics now to, to convincing people that you're racist and you don't even know you're racist right yeah so totally. I mean when they can when they can invent racism that doesn't exist that supposedly is in your subconscious I mean you know then they can just continue to manufacture crap that they can use against you ultimately every <laughs> bit of this is about power and the power that they're trying to get over this country by seizing control of young minds is despicable and it's disturbing and to do it under the guise of, of supposed racism is just makes it even worse to me and, and yeah. I'm glad you always reference Martin Luther King because because that was supposed to be the dream, uh, and the, the 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 dream is now a nightmare.
3: He would be really alarmed to see what's happened today, Yes, frankly. he would.
0: Yes, he would. Now, a couple
3: of, in closing, there's a couple of things I want to remind people to do so you can get more active. Okay. One is sign up for the CaliforniaSchoolChoice.org. The organization is putting in the initiative at the end of this year to be on the ballot next year that will force all money for schools to go to the parents and they can pay whatever school they want the $12,000 a year for each kid. Okay. And get their education so okay. it's a good group to get into at least get your name on their list so they can send you the petition when they finally do come out. Okay. It'll be a few months.
2: Okay. californiaschoolchoice.org and yeah. what, and what else you got as we wrap and up. And the
3: other one is We the Kids. So we the Kids is a group that is composed of parents who are trying in their neighborhood to have patriotic and historic classes to teach kids after school? They gather for an hour or two, and there's manuals to help teach them and, and little videos they can watch. It's a great group, and it's uh, you can look it up under WeTheKids.com.
2: Okay. All righty, well, Bob Walters, thank you. Appreciate you so much, and um, hopefully, you're going to have that new book out soon.
3: Yes, indoctrination versus education. Okay. Hopefully, in a couple of months, I should be out. Uh,
2: uh, well, you you kind of are running a successful business and doing your education segments here, so we understand if it's taking you a little time. Well, yeah. you have a great weekend, my friend. Thanks for being here. You too. Bye bye. All right, now we're going to take a skinny, tiny little break. When we come back. We've got we're going to go to the phones, and we've got some other topics to bring to y'all tonight, including hero of the week and stink of the week.
0: Be sure to follow andrea k on twitter at andrea k show and follow her on facebook and like her fan page at
1: andrea k Kay,
0: spelled k-a-y-e
1: you're listening to the andrea k show on the answer san diego
2: welcome back to tonight's andrea k show final segment is we wrapping up the week and we're going to quickly go to the phones we've got frank who's been waiting patiently he's got a comment about uh the people at who were at the rally in D.C. on January 6th. Hello, Frank.
4: Hey, hey Andrea. How are you doing tonight?
2: Good, thanks. Glad you called. What's on your mind? Well, it's
4: just incredible you're talking about justice. And these people have been in jail for six weeks for trespassing across our governmental building.
2: Wow.
4: And then you have your Antifa people throwing bricks and mocked-off cocktails. I haven't heard of any of them being arrested or even tried for any criminal action.
2: No, and, and and we know that going back to last summer, we know that Kamala Harris and others bailed out Antifa. Those that happened that did get arrested, Black Lives they, Matter exactly. and Antifa, and then they were bailed out and put right back on the streets. This also <laughs> t- it's also a good point is relevant relevant to Dante Wright because had Dante Wright um, been kept in jail, he Dante Wright choked and strangled a woman in the the course of an armed robbery and he got bail yet trespassers on january 6th are still being held without bail what kind of sense does that make yeah yeah
4: Yeah. and and then the thing is you you've said it a number of times and it rings true where are our republican representatives doing something about it yeah they're they're not doing anything about it ted cruz i'm talking Any of them, you know, they they talk a good game, but they don't do anything for
2: us. No, they don't. They don't. And um, we we we're gonna have to start doing it for ourselves somehow. We got to start thinking about it. Larry Clayman says it's time for us to to go back, go follow what the Constitution says, and uh, take our country back and form our own government. Um, I'm curious to see what he's gonna lay down on Memorial Day weekend. So I'm gonna be back in Philly, and uh, we're gonna explore that. Frank, gotta leave it there. Thank you so much. God bless. Thanks for can, calling. Can I tell you one more thing? Sure, one more. Yeah.
4: Yeah. In valor, there is hope.
2: Oh, good quote. Good quote. Who said I, that? Did you Did you say that, Frank? I, is that your or somebody else? No,
4: it's it's not mine. It's after one of the gentlemen in Benghazi came back after the horrid things that happened to them, and he said that in belief, still believes in this country. One of the you know one of the special forces men.
2: Wow. That's a great quote. He still
4: believes in our country, and I just feel so sorry for those people that have to go through that.
2: Right. Well, well, Wow. Well. In valor, there is hope. Frank, thank you yeah. so much. Have a great night. Bless you. Thank you. Okay, so Fred is on on holding. Of, he has a comment on the shooting at the FedEx location today. Hi, Fred. Welcome to the Andrea K. Show.
5: Yeah, hi. Um, I just want to let you know I'm a FedEx employee of a facility here in uh, San Diego. Just okay. want to give a little insight to okay. um, maybe the facility there. Okay. Um, we, the FedEx uh, locations are, I would say, pretty secure um, because uh, TSA uh, often monitors our locations. So we're all, we're all, um, we're coached, trained to confront anybody who might be coming into the facility that uh, doesn't have a badge. This former employee obviously would not have a badge. My my speculation is that. Um, it was random shooting because it could have been because it was shooting out what's outside in the parking lot okay. and inside the building. And it's a huge complex. It's uh, one of the hubs in Indianapolis. Gigantic. Oh. So my guess is that he you know, probably entered. Some people tried to confront him may have known him may not have said hey where's your badge but I, and he probably just started shooting well and then I, once he got inside yeah i'm just you know it speculation but this is just again because i'm familiar with the protocols at that mm-hmm, yeah
4: um
5: that once he got inside he probably made, you know it's gigantic inside it's conveyor belts everything's just going on um that he just started opening up i don't think what i'm saying is i don't think he actually had the chance to to target, ta- to target groups
2: I, so it may be yeah. it may be coincidental that the majority of the the of his victims were from the Sikh community I know I just know that there was a, a, a kind of I don't want to say a similar situation but do you remember a few years ago where they withheld the name of a shooter for a while and it was some Sikhs in a church and a worship ceremony mm-hmm. that were gunned down and they withheld the name of that individual mm-hmm. for a while and then the story was uh, was off the radar we never even heard any follow-up a few days later and no, I thought no, why, I why, why would Uh, see you don't remember because it was like the story went nowhere and I'm like why aren't they reporting (laughs) you know because and the thing is is that the reason why the speculation was at the time and the reason why mainstream media got off of that story was because Mm -hmm. a lot of times people mistake the Sikh community um, for being um, Islamic, what so, is the Sikh
5: community? I don't even know. The what Sikhs that is. Sikh
2: are, Sikh and I don't know that much about the Sikh community except that I I did know a pulmonologist one time who was from the Sikh community who treated a family oh. member of mine, and he was so kind, so so amazing, just oh. a phenomenal doctor. Okay. Um, but well, they, anyway, wear the to they, the, they wear the wrap over their heads. They uh, have they wear the wrap over their heads, and um, and a lot of the men have okay. facial hair, and they've they've they've, they've been um, targeted at times because people misunderstand. Uh, what they're about. So okay. I just find it odd oh, that we okay. don't know that they okay. withheld the name of the shooter for as long as they did. And mm, I think I'm more suspicious less about the motive in terms of why they mm-hmm. they hid his name from us and more about the fact oh, that, yeah. FBI well, that FBI is trying to maybe FBI is trying to hide yeah. maybe what yeah. that they could have maybe prevented it. Fred, thank you so much for oh, calling yeah. in. And well, you're and,
5: welcome. Just and, want to give you also a
1: little bit of insight. I okay, appreciate that.
2: Thank you. Yeah. I love FedEx because they deliver my king cake every year to me <laughs> from New Orleans. <laughs> always
1: comes back to food.
2: It always does. You know me well. Okay, it's time for Hero of the Week and Stink of the Week. Who you got? Hero of the Week. Uh, I
1: want to see more transpire on this, but I definitely think that the conservative House uh, Republicans forming this America First Caucus is mm-hmm. definitely a win.
2: Yes, that's definitely good. Who you got for Stink?
1: Stink of the Week. I was telling you about this uh, right before the show, Andrea, and uh, leave it to government. They're here to help. Uh, the Pentagon's Defense Advanced Research Projects Agency DARPA is working on a COVID vaccine that will work on all variants and they've also developed an implantable microchip that says it will continually monitor the human body oh, for signs of the virus. No.
2: Oh. That sounds great, doesn't it? No. That is that is worse than stink. That is that is get out your bible, right? kind of level sounds
1: like it's right for revelation yeah
2: absolutely I've got I've actually usually I struggle to try to find a hero Um, this week there's a few that I've got I'm going to give it my number one hero this week is James O'Keefe For blowing the lid off of CNN to the point to where yeah the point to where that they banned him permanently from Twitter with a lot of excuses. Um, I agree with our caller who said that the Republicans are doing anything about the people being held without bail, including Ted Cruz. But I got to give a runner-up here of the week to Ted Cruz for at least saying today that he will no longer wear a mask in Congress. Good for him. We we need. I hadn't heard that's great. That yes, and we need more Republicans doing that. It's it's insane that they're not even they're they're on the floor by themselves, nobody around there a mask. Uh, honorable mention goes to King Dad. I don't know if you guys saw the video I posted on Facebook of a dude. He's calmly about to leave. A bobcat starts, you know, threatening his family. He picked up that bobcat and he tossed it like a rag doll. Then he reaches for his gun and he's like, I'm going to shoot that blankety blank. It started chasing down the bobcat. That is definitely a contender for here of the week. My stink of the week um, Facebook and Twitter both for banning news stories. We're talking about banning news stories to keep the American people ignorant. Facebook for trying to hide that the Black Lives Matter founder purchased four homes to, to the tune to $3.2 million. That is That is news. That is facts. It is newsworthy when we have rights in the street right now for the Black Lives Matter movement. Her excuse was that she's got family to support. Okay, uh, that that's an excuse for. Where's the investigation from the FBI in terms of possible potential money laundering from Black Lives Matter to them, and then and 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 then Twitter for banning James O'Keefe. My runner-up is perpetual stink, Fauci.
1: I am also stinking YouTube. They canceled a natural health doctor for getting the truth out about boosting your immune system. All right,
2: well done. All right, you guys are also uh, perpetual heroes of ours. We love you all. Thanks to the callers, Bob Walters. See you on Monday. (laughs) Oh <laughs> yeah.